All right, we're back again with another high school football rundown with Tim Howell. And there's a lot to talk about this week and some exciting stuff happening in Frisco high school football. Yes, sir. There sure is, Scott. And uh, we're getting that much closer to uh, playoff time, man. Uh, We're already in November. We'll be starting here in a couple of weeks. As a matter of fact, after tonight's games, most teams only have about two games left. So we're going to break that down real quick. First and foremost, though, I kind of want to give you just an outline of the way District 13-5A is looking. Um, it might not come as much of a surprise to, to most of you guys out there, but uh, two teams have already clinched a playoff berth, and that's uh, Frisco Reedy, the Lions. Um, they're 8-0, still haven't lost yet, 5-0 and in district. And uh, – they have also clinched as well as the Lone Star Rangers, who are 7-1 and one and 5-0. and oh. And uh, that one blemish on their record, a non-district game, that was when they took on Denton Ryan. And uh, Ryan, I believe, is a fifth-ranked team in the state in 5A. Lone Star's ninth. So that was, that was a good contest, but they've been absolutely on fire ever since. Then uh, you have some other teams that could clinch, and uh, I'll delve a little bit deeper into that uh, this weekend. But uh, anyways... Heritage is at three and two in district, and they're tied with Centennial at three and two in district. Uh, the Independence Knights are two and three, as well as the Wakeland Wolverines are two and three as well, and they have a chance uh, to make it into the playoffs. But they have to basically win out, and they have to uh, kind of lean on some chance with other teams to win as well for them to make it in. Uh, the only teams eliminated thus far are the Liberty Redhawks. Uh, their their season is basically over after the regular season, a couple of weeks. They finished uh, one and seven overall, uh, or excuse me, they're at one and seven right now, and zero and five in the district. And same with the Frisco High Raccoons, as it stands right now, they're zero and eight and zero and five, and that's an eight-game losing streak. Okay, so first off, Scott, I want to talk about our game of the week. It was, you know, it was really easy to pick, man. It's it's going to be the Reedy Lions taking on the Lone Star Rangers. So the Lone Star Rangers get the nod as the home team here. Now the winner of this is going to clinch the top spot in the district. And that plays a lot as far as matchups go. And we'll, we'll uh, talk about that a little bit further uh, in the game of the week, which we'll have up today. But uh, it's certainly very important. Always good to have that top spot. Now, for Reedy, we have head coach Chad Cole. Uh, remember, Reedy is just that's their second year as a varsity football program. And, you know, in, in Texas schools, are always competitive. So sometimes it takes, I mean, years before you even win a few games in district, much less are just kind of running the show. And uh, here we go. They started off, uh, Reedy did, by winning kind of close games. As you might recall, their uh, very first district win was back in week one. And that's when they took down the Independence Knights 17-14. to 14. But now in recent weeks, uh, I mean, Reedy has really just kind of segued into an overall offensive juggernaut. They've been putting up 47 points per game over the last two weeks. Also, uh, they're undefeated, and their quarterback is unintercepted. I don't think there's much of a coincidence there. That's a quarterback, Josh Foskey, has yet to throw an interception. And it's not like he's the option quarterback that's only throwing it three or four times a game, man. He's, he has 214 attempts, 18 touchdowns, no interceptions, 1,818 yards overall thus far in the season. be a good test for him tonight against that super nasty Lone Star Rangers defense. Um, helping out Foskey, his key receivers are Sean Hall and Bennett Meekham. Hall has 437 yards, two touchdowns. He's averaging 12.9 yards per reception. And uh, Bennett Meekham, 377 yards, 15.7 yards. So he's a nice deep threat with five touchdowns. And, of course, you have Justin Gibson holding down the running side, 1,039 yards, 6.4 yards per carry with 13 touchdowns. And Gibson is really kind of uh, – he's an additional threat 
he'll line up sometimes outside and go catch passes. He has 248 yards receiving and a couple of scores in the air, too. All right, so that's Reedy, and they're taking on Lone Star. And, again, that is going to be our game of the week. It is absolutely must-see. They're, uh, they're led by head coach Jeff Rayburn. And uh, Lone Star, of course, their top player, and he's listed as a quarterback, but I, I put him down as ATH just for athlete because he's definitely a hybrid dual-threat quarterback. That's MJ Rivers. He's a transfer from a private school. He's a senior, and, and he's just lighting up uh, 5A this year. He has 1,491 yards. 17 touchdowns, and, you know, we, we talk about Josh Foskey with good reason, but uh, Rivers only has one interception. Very accurate passer as well. And on the ground, as soon as that pocket closes up, he's gone. 612 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns. He's aided on the ground game by Kirby Bennett the third, 725 yards, 10 touchdowns. And uh, his key uh, receivers are Marvin Mims and Ice O'Perry. I hope I'm pronouncing Ice's name right. Mims has 537 yards, 20.7 yards per catch, eight touchdowns, very explosive runner. And uh, I have 304 yards, 17.9 catches, very, very impressive too, or yards per catch, rather, and three touchdowns. I mean, at this point in the season with Lone Star, I mean, what else can you really say about them? I, aside from their week four loss that didn't rhyme that I kind of touched on earlier, they've really been just absolutely unstoppable on both sides of the ball. They're playing so good right now. I honestly think if there's a rematch with Ryan, even if it fits in the state, they'd probably beat him. Uh, and since that Ryan loss, only Wakeland, the Wakeland Wolverines, of course, started off 4-0. They're the only team that's even scored against that uh, nasty, nasty Lone Star Rangers defense. Okay, our next game, we got the Heritage Coyotes at the Wakeland Wolverines. Now, and this, as far as scenarios go, the Coyotes can clinch with a win over Wakeland and a centennial win over Independence. Now, the Wolverines need to win and an independence loss just to kind of stay alive. I'm afraid they'll fall the way of the Liberty Redhawks and the Raccoons. Uh, head coach for Wakelet's Marty Secord. His quarterback, uh, Dylan Codwellider, it's 100,000, excuse me, 1,989 yards passing, 29 touchdowns, just six interceptions, which is an excellent line, too. He's got uh, wide receiver Trey Adams as his number one go-to target. 685 yards, 14.3 yards per catch with eight scores. Then you have Peyton Reinerston, 526 yards, 17.5 per catch, eight touchdowns. Easton Reeves, 486 yards, 15.7 per catch with nine touchdowns. And, of course, they have an outstanding runner in Colby Dalashaw, 795 yards gained on the ground, 7.6 per carry, man, five touchdowns. And really it is. It's kind of hard to believe that here they are, the Wolverines. They're, they're trying to stave off elimination, but they started off on fire, man, 4-0. But uh, that's just kind of a testament to how difficult 13-5A is for all parties involved. Um, their week five, they had a nail-biter loss against the uh, aforementioned Reedy Lions, and that would have had them sitting pretty, but they lost 28-35. to So just one score away. Really, if you want to put their season on one game, that might be the one we point back to, week five. Um, their defense is occasionally porous. They allowed 69 points against Centennial in week six. So they got to focus on that, and that's going to be especially uh, important tonight as they take on Heritage. That's head coach Che Hendricks. Now, Heritage has been kind of a, kind of a tough luck team. They lost their quarterback, Amari Jones, uh, due to a season-ending ankle injury. But Connor Wolf has stepped up, and he's been just fine. He's got 581 yards passing, seven touchdowns to three interceptions. He likes to strike quickly to Glenn Mbaku, 378 yards receiving, 15.1 per Per catch, three touchdowns. 
And, of course, they have great runner Khalil Harris, 824 yards, 10 touchdowns. Now, two of uh, two of the three wins for Heritage were against the 13-5A bottom feeders. So they haven't really had to step up and play any of the toughest teams in the district as of yet. That'll be a good test. Now, they struggled to find an offensive rhythm, and I think that's pretty obvious since the Jones injury. He wasn't just a passer. He was a rusher, a little bit of everything. And their defense is certainly susceptible to big-time playmakers. So they're going to have to watch out for Cadwallader, uh, Adams, Reinerston, Reeves, and Dela Shaw. Those guys can really put some yardage on them. Next game, it's uh, the Centennial Titans against the Independent Knights. Now, the Titans can clinch with a win and a heritage win over Wakeland. The Knights, they need a win and a Wakeland loss to stay in, though. Centennial's coached by Matt Webb. They've got stud quarterback Weston Symes, 810 yards, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. And uh, his key target is wide receiver Reese Bartles, 257 yards, 19.8 yards per catch with four touchdowns. Now, District 13-5A's leading rusher is the Centennial Titan. That's Hunter Williams. He's got 1,215 yards and nine touchdowns. Something to think about, though, with the, uh, the Titans. Their defense has allowed 52 or more points in their last three games, an average of 15, 58 excuse me, points allowed. Uh, they just got shut out for the first time on the season. Uh, that was week nine last week against Lone Star. And Hunter Williams was absolutely stopped by the Rangers defense. He got just 44 yards, 2.2 yards per carry in week nine, which is just completely odd for Williams, who usually just runs rampantly against defenses. And, of course, you have independence. That's who the Titans are taking on. It's head coach Kyle Story, also a relatively young program, only been around about four years or so. They're led by quarterback Kevin Dick. He's got 1,675 yards, 15 touchdowns, just five interceptions. His uh, key target is Colton Nielsen, 603 yards on the year for Colton, 17.7 yards on average per catch with seven touchdowns. And then you have uh, really kind of unheralded. You don't hear a whole lot about him, but a very, very good running back in Logan Brungart, 560 yards, nine touchdowns. Now, when it comes to the Knights, both of their district wins were against the two teams that have already been eliminated. But uh, they were also Reedy's first win, as we touched on a bit, way back in week one. Uh, Centennial is their second straight tough matchup as they uh, faced Wakeland uh, last week. So that's that Centennial and Independence. That's going to be a pretty big game. So it's kind of a brief breakdown, Scott, there for you about some of the games you're looking forward to uh, this weekend. And, uh, well, you know, this time next week, we'll probably have all of the spots spoken for, and we can talk a little bit more in detail about uh, what it's going to look like for them in playoff as far as matchups are concerned. And I definitely look forward to that, Tim. I, th- that game of the week this week, though, let's go back to that for just a minute because that sounds like a matchup. Absolutely. <laughs> I tell you no. what, man, I, it's, it's one of those things. We could have our own podcast really specifically just talking about that. Um, we'll, we'll look at point differential. I mean, we really, we really could, man. There's so much going on there. Point differential is something that I think is interesting. Um, Frisco Reedy, they have 149 positive point differential, which is really, really good. I mean, you know, summed up over the entire season, they've outscored their opponents 100 by 149 points. Then you have Lone Star, and they're at 237, which is impressive. I mean, those guys, they put points on the board, and they keep them off the board as far as their defense goes. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, you have Heritage and Centennial. They're on, their, they're on the bubble there. They're both in the negatives as far as point differential, negative 34 to negative 73. So that kind of highlights once again just how potent the Reedy Lions offense and the Lone Star Rangers offenses are. So I'm telling you, man, this is going to be that nail-biter tonight. I, I can't – excuse me, tomorrow night. I can't wait to see uh, who's going to come out undefeated. 
in district. Somebody will. Somebody will. And so how do you think those two defenses pair up? If you, We've talked a little oh, bit more man. about the offense, but when you're talking about the defense of those two, how, how do those guys sure. look against each other? Well, you know what? It's uh, the Reedy Lions defense. They've always had a really solid defense. Like that very first win on the season against Independence, they held uh, the Knights, they have a very formidable offense, to just 14 points. And they kind of you know, squeaked out the win 17-14. But since then, they've uh, really kind of tightened it up. They just I'll tell you, Scott, they don't allow a lot of points. That's the Reedy Lions. And uh, you can take that to the extreme with the Lone Star Rangers. They've shut out in their last four wins. They've shut out three of the four teams. And the one time they allowed points was Wakeland, and that was just 14 points. And really, they were kind of meaningless late, uh, late game points there. So, man, I mean, this might be – it's great. It's the best combination ever for football because you have two extremely potent offenses, two undefeated teams in district, and two teams whose really – their defense is, like, I can't really say underrated, but uh, they're certainly not spoken for as much as their offense, but both really, really solid defensive teams. It's going to be a very – very complete game and a lot of fun, man. All right, so let me ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot a sure. little bit. We're not going to hold your feet to the fire too too close. <laughs> but if no you got to make a pick, if you got to make a pick, how do you think this one's going to turn out? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I think that uh, I think the Lone Star offense is just a little bit. Uh, man, the way they play ball, it's so fast and they score in so many different ways. I'll do, I'll just tell you this. I, I take the Rangers. I think they'll win. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be less than ten points. But I think the Lone Star Rangers are going to beat the Lions tonight. Excuse me. Okay. Mark. Interesting. That's that's not what it's I was different. expecting. <laughs> I know, I man. It. It's hard, it. man. <laughs> For, All yeah, right, man. My feet are burning from being in the fire. Do you think? Uh, I mean, are those defenses going to hold up? Is this going to be a high-scoring game, or do you think those? Offenses are going to struggle against two very strong defenses, and we're going to keep this in the lower lower reins. Man, that's you know that's a great question. I would I would particularly point towards the second half. I think that will be the telltale sign of if these defenses have been just beaten down <laughs> by the opposition's offense. We'll see if they can hold up as far as stamina goes in the second half. But I think if there's going to be a lot of scoring, I don't think it's going to be until later in the game, third or fourth quarter. I think it's going to be a pretty low scoring game heading into halftime. I really do. All right. Well, there you guys have it. It's going to be an exciting week of high school football in Frisco, no <laughs> doubt about it. So we'll be staying uh, tuned in. And, man, you know, if, as we get in some scores and some news, we'll try to share them with anybody that isn't able to be at the games. For sure. And I, I'm going to try to tweet out quarter-by-quarter uh, quarter scores um, as, as often as I can for the games this week. So take a look at awesome. that on Twitter. I'm uh, at, at uh, T. Murray Howell at uh, – T-M-U-R-R-A-Y-H-O-W-E-L-L. Okay. We may turn you on to the, uh, the uh, Lifestyle Frisco Twitter, at L-S Frisco as well. Um, if yeah, you want to take, cool, take that over and, and, and rock that out there. But either account is fine. We can always just reshare. Um, so good stuff. Sure, all man, the way around. You do it. All right, guys. You got Absolutely. two different Twitter accounts you can tune into. If you can't be at the game, you can keep up with the game. Great, great weekend of football coming up, Tim. Excellent rundown as always. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, Scott. Appreciate you having me, man. You bet. And we'll come back next week, and maybe we'll be talking about that game of the week, but we'll also be going a little bit deeper into how things are looking for the playoffs. Now that we're already that far into the season, it's hard to believe. I know, man. It really is just flown by, man. Here we go. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning into the Frisco Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.